Good morning, good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Motivational Moment in the Morning. My name is Portia Wilkins here in Houston, Texas. Thank you guys so much for joining us on today. We are here every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time for 20 minutes of power and inspiration to help you start your day off on time and on top. We appreciate you guys for joining us. Listen, if you ever miss a call, we got you covered. Head on over to our website, www.windreamscollide.com. That's windreamscollide.com. Scroll to the bottom of the page there. You'll see the playlist, okay? All the calls are archived there, so if you ever miss one, they're dated and titled. You can catch whichever one you miss, share with somebody as well. Also, while you're on the homepage, be sure to join the mailing list, become a VIP, a Vision Impact Partner, get connected. We have some exciting things coming up that we want to be able to share with you guys there first. And then, uh, ladies, head on over to Straight Talk, a woman talk, or you can just go to straighttalkwomantalk.com, get connected. It's a kingdom principle-based platform grounded in authenticity and truth with no judgment. Women from all over the world are able to come together, share their transparent truth, get that principle-based teaching that's guaranteed to give you a life of substance and significance. We have live events. We have a call we do every Monday night at 8 o'clock p.m. Uh, you want to make sure you get connected to that. All the calls are archived there as well. Right now we're doing special features, so every week you'll hear from a different woman, her story, her, her journey, her testimony, absolutely powerful, encouraging, and inspiring. Uh, and then mark your calendars for January 2017. We'll be in Houston, Texas again for the Straight Talk Woman Talk in part, I mean intensive, Straight Talk Woman Talk intensive. Uh, we'll have over a 1,000 women come together uh, for one event, powerful, explosive event. It's going to be an incredible move of God. You want to make sure you are in that place. And for those of you who are entrepreneurs, head on over to buildingforyourlifesaying.com. Get connected today. Join the vision. The vision is so powerful. My husband and I strongly believe that an inheritance is what you leave for someone, but a legacy is what you leave in them. And it's time to stop hustling for your first name and begin building something of significance for you and your family's last name. You want to make sure that when your time is up here on earth, that what you leave behind for your family is much greater than what they had when you were there. And so build it for your last name. That's the vision. We have shirts. We have hats. We'll be expanding the apparel line soon. So go ahead, place your order today. It'll go out this week uh, as well. And we're just looking forward to seeing all of you rock the gear, post your pictures on social media, tag us in it as well. Also, uh, ladies and gentlemen, throughout the call here today, post your notes on social media. Use the hashtag when dreams collide so we can see it. Time to get this call started. If you're driving, please be safe. Put in your earpiece. If you're stationary, get out your pen and your paper. Let's rock and roll. Honey, come on to the line and say good morning to our VIPs. Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, kings and queens. Good morning, world changers. Good morning, vision carriers. Good morning, students of excellence. Good morning, family. Good morning, V. I, peace, come on, y'all, vision, impact, partners. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I am excited about your future. Yes, did you hear me this morning? I said I am excited about your future. That's why I want to talk to you from a thought this morning. Do you have a plan? Do you have a plan? If you fail to plan, you have planned to fail. If you fail to plan, you are planning to fail. Do you 
do you have a plan? You know, it's so easy for people to say, oh, man, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. We've got so many people in this postmodern-day generation that are part of what I call the finna group. Yeah, I'm finna do it. I'm finna get the business started. I'm finna get the apparel line started. I'm finna write the book. I'm finna do the event. I'm finna do the workshop. I'm, I'm finna start the clothing line. I'm, I'm finna this. I'm finna that. And a year goes by, two years goes by, three years goes by, and they are still finna. Do you have a plan? You know, ladies and gentlemen, this is the month of August. August. It is August 26th, or 25th, rather. August 25th. You, you got August, you got September, October, November, December. You literally have less than four months, and it's over. 2016 is done. 2016 is in the bag. 2016, the books are closed. 2016 is finished. Remember how excited you were. December 31st. December 30th, 2015. Remember how excited you were. January 1st, you were going to conquer the world. Remember how pumped up and, and fired up you were about what was going to take place for you in 2016. And, and you were running around, this is my year and this is my season. It's going to happen for me this year. I'm going to have, you know, better this year. I'm going to be better this year. I'm going to quit smoking. I'm, I'm not going to cuss as much. I'm, I'm going to read my, my scriptures more. I'm, I'm going to get closer to God. I'm going to make more money. That's what you said, and here you are, 2016, and it's starting to shape up for most people. It's starting to look not a lot, a lot like Christmas. It's starting to look a lot like 2015. It's starting to look like a lot like 2014 and 2013. You, you're changing years, but you're not changing your mind. Do you have a, do you have a plan? What, what's, do you, do you have a plan? I mean, what, what's in your plan? Did you, did you plan for this? Huh? Did you plan for it? Did you have a written out plan of action? You know, the bank, if you wanted a loan, and you sat down with a personal, a, a, a finance manager, a personal banker, they want to see the plan. If they would give you, listen to me, they will give you a million dollar loan. If you have a $10 million plan, I was watching Akon, the rapper turned uh, business mogul, and uh, he was given a brief soliloquy and explanation about one of his newest ventures for 2016 uh, over on the continent of Africa. Africa is not a country, it's a continent. On the continent of Africa, where he is from, he uh, struck up a deal, he brokered a deal, whereby he is now servicing through lighting 16 million families, 16 million families in Africa because of one man and his plan have lights. He said when the project has fully reached matriculation, when it has fully matured, they would be servicing anywhere between 50 to 70 million people with lights. This is one man with a plan. My critical question for you this morning is what do you plan to service? Who do you plan to service? Are there going to be people, hear me, 
that stay in darkness because you don't have a plan? Mm. Are there going to be people that are robbed of the opportunity to see because you don't have a plan? Are there going to be people that go through life aimlessly wondering generalities and not meaningful specifics because you don't have a plan. See, you don't get out of life what you wish for. You get out of life what you work for. What's your plan? It's, prayer is a great plan. It's a great strategy. You start off with prayer, but, but it doesn't stop with prayer. As a matter of fact, if you don't pray, you won't stay, and if you don't fast, you won't last. So you start with prayer, but the reality of it all is you have a part to play. Most people want to pray the pain away, but you've got to pray. You've got to plan, and then you've got to go execute. You pray. You plan. See, you pray for wisdom. Wisdom is the principal thing, and all that getting, get an understanding. Get, get understanding. Get wisdom. Get divine instruction. Get divine revelation. Pray. I'm asking you to pray. Now, after you pray, you've got a plan. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, and people, you plan for it. You're not prepared for it. A woman, when she discovers she's pregnant, uh, when she discovers she's pregnant, she starts planning for the baby. There's certain things that she no longer does that she used to do. That's what a plan does. See, a plan, a plan disciplines you. A plan, when you put a plan together, it says, I plan to be here, therefore I can no longer do this. A plan shows, number one, write it, discipline. Yeah. A plan shows discipline. When, when I see a man or a woman that has no discipline, it shows me someone who has no plan. And by the way, let me put this in parenthetically. Uh, hating on somebody else's promise is not a good plan. Hating on somebody else's promise, it's not a, that, listen to me, hating is not a kingdom strategy. <laughs> hating is not a kingdom anybody, anybody can say negative things. Anybody can post negative things. Anybody can be vehemently opposed to somebody else's progress, but that's not a plan. It's not a plan for winning. There has never been a monument nor a statue built for a critic or a hater. Hmm? Here's one thing I've noticed, too. I've never seen any of my haters doing better than me. You've never seen any one of your haters doing better than you. But here's what happens. When people do not execute a plan, they want to execute planners. Yeah. When people do not execute a plan, they would rather execute other planners. In other words, because they think uh, um, my light won't shine. My light's not shining because I didn't take the time to chop down some wood. I, I didn't take the time to buy some kerosene or some gasoline. I didn't take the time to light the match and have a fire of my own. And because I didn't plan for that, now I see you with your fire. Although I didn't know that you didn't have an axe to cut down your wood. Although I didn't see you having to now take the wood and take the chips and take, take the cuts and take the bruises to get your own fire started because now I see you 
with fire. It's easier for me to go get a bucket of water and dump it on your parade than it is to go light my own fire. Do you have a plan? I can tell you everything that we do, everything that we do, my wife and I, we sit down and we plan for it. See, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't started planning for 2017, you're already behind. Did you hear me? If you have not set to plan for 2017, you are already behind. Do you have a plan? Most people, they invest more time planning their vacation, a two-week vacation, than they do planning their own life. You know where you're going, you know how long you're staying, how much money you're spending that you do not have. Uh, yeah, I said spending, not investing. Now, I'm not against vacations, but there's a difference between taking a vacation and a trip. Most people, don't, most people, they don't take vacations. They take trips because when they get back from the trip, they're tripping about the light bill. They're tripping about the mortgage. They're tripping about the rent. They're tripping about the car insurance. They're tripping about health insurance. They're tripping about daycare. They're tripping about everything because all the money was not planned for. Accordingly, you put the money into the wrong places. Whenever you see people put money into the wrong places, it's because they simply never had a plan. Do you have a plan today? See, I know you won't run, dance, shout. I know you won't post on social media about this, these transferable truths, because it's, 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 not, it's not the substantive things that people get excited about. They get excited about, oh, I'm going to get a new car. They get excited about, I'm going to beat all my haters. They get excited about, it's about to be my season. But you've been saying that, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I'm telling you, you've got to plan for what you prayed for. You've got to put in that work. Yeah, you got to be consistent. Yes, you have to be willing to be ridiculed. You have to be willing to go through the process of truth. All truth will pass through three stages. Write them down. Number one, they're ridiculed. Yeah, your plan will always be ridiculed. Yeah, your plan, they will always shoot holes in your plan. And here's what I have learned, ladies and gentlemen. I want you to write it down, please. Never take constructive criticism. From anyone that hasn't constructed anything. I do not take constructive criticism from anybody who has not constructed anything. As a matter of fact, most people are disqualified from speaking into your life. Because words are spirit. Words are spirit. And you cannot allow the words of a critic, the words of a hater, to rest in the basement of your soul because it will cause you to abort and forfeit the plan of action. It's ridiculed. Number two, it's violently opposed. It's violently opposed. They will oppose this. They will attack your character. They will attack your, your plan. They will attack your business. They will attack your dream. They will attack you. They will attack your family. They will attempt to cause you to burn up the plans. And then number three, the truth is finally accepted. But it must go through those first two stages. Everybody wants to be accepted without first being rejected. See, man's rejection is simply God's redirection. Did you hear me? Man's rejection is simply God's redirection. And when you get rejected, you cannot take it personally because there's nothing personal. It's going to be profitable. 
The question this morning is, do you have a plan? You got to have a plan, ladies and gentlemen. When Jesus was meeting with his disciples, uh, you know, everybody's fired up. They're excited to, to work with him, and they've seen him uh, perform miracles. And they're like, man, it's going to be a great opportunity to work alongside you. And he's like, yeah, that sounds good, but there's a certain cost that comes with working with me. And uh, you got to have a plan. You have to be prepared for what is to come because I paid a price. For this, And so um, a lot of times you want what people have, you want their crown, but you're not aware of the cross that they had to carry in order to get it. And so he asked them in Luke 14, which one of you, when he wants to build a tower, does not first sit down and calculate the cost to see if he have enough to complete it? Otherwise, when he has laid the foundation and is not able to finish, all who observe it will begin to ridicule him, saying, <laughs> this man began to build and was not able to finish. Or, or what king, when he sets out to meet another king in battle, will not first sit down and consider whether he is strong enough with 10,000 men to encounter the one coming against him with 20,000? What he's talking about, ladies and gentlemen, is counting the cost, understanding what you're up against, knowing what the plan is, having having a strategy in place. That's what counting the cost is all about, putting together a strategy and understanding what you're really up against. Just like the king. Okay, the king is like, okay, you got, he has 10,000, but the one that he's up against in battle has 20,000. What's the plan? You're outnumbered. You must have a plan. Otherwise, they're going to take you out. You must have a plan. You must have a strategy, a vision, a goal, an idea. So what you're going to do, you got to have a plan A, B, C, and D. you got to have alternatives. There are things that have to be in place so that as you go out for battle uh, for your family to, to against whatever you're up against, you can win. You can have a you – you, you know what to do if something else happens. You know what to do if they, if they reject. Because like my husband just said, God, man's rejection is God's redirection. God is going to redirect you. But what you're going to do when you get there? you got to have a plan. You, you must participate in your own rescue. Nobody's just going to do it for you. you. You have to participate in your own rescue. If you're getting ready to build a house, you're not going to just say, okay, I want a house, and that's it. No. If, if you buy, you got to, first of all, you got to find a piece of land. If you're not, even if you're going with a, a, a manufacturer or a, a master playing community, uh, you're still going to have to pick your lot. You're still going to have to do that. First of all, you have to figure out what side of town, you, what, what city and state you want, what country, then what city and state, then what neighborhood, okay? And then from there, you meet with the builder, and then you determine what piece of land you want. And from there, you look at the blueprints. And if you're building from scratch, you got to meet with an architect to create the blueprint. And then from there... Then you got to review all of the tools that are required to bring this blueprint to life because there's costs associated with everything. And then as you get ready, before you build, you got to lay the foundation. you got to make sure that what you're getting ready to sit the house on is solid enough to hold it. You don't want to be uh, be excited about building a $10,000 house with a 10,000-square-foot house with a 2,000-square-foot foundation, that's not going to work. you got to plan. So then from there, 
as you start building, things are going to happen. Things are going to come up, especially if you're remodeling something. Things are definitely going to come up, the unexpected. What's your plan for that? You know, one of my favorite shows uh, to watch is Property Brothers on HGTV, and they meet with couples who are selling a home. They're getting ready to buy a new one, but what they want is not in their budget. So they put a plan together and say, hey, let's go look at these houses in these other neighborhoods. Let's go look at these houses in these other price points that fit in your budget. First of all, they'll show them what they want. They'll walk into this house that's perfect, it's immaculate, it has all the bells and whistles, and the people are like, oh, my God, I want to move in right now. I want it right now. And then they say, okay, yeah, you want it right now, but it's $300,000 over your budget. And they get mad. Why would you show me this if you knew I couldn't afford it? He's like, well, we showed you this because we want you to understand what's available, what's possible. But then we got an alternative for you to get it. you got to come on over here, get this house over here that looks like it's about to fall apart, and I'm going to show you how we can take this mess and turn it into a masterpiece. We're going to reconstruct it. We're going to redesign it. By the time we're done, it won't look like what it used to be. And so they begin to do all that, and as they begin to tearing down these old houses in the process of building a new one, things come up. They realize that, that there's mold everywhere, and there's asbestos, and there's a, 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 a insect, a termite problem, and, and then there, there's the water, the, the water pipes are busted. And, I mean, or, or this addition was, that you thought was, should have been connected to the house was added incorrectly and didn't get the proper approval from the city. So now they gotta go through that process. There's just so many things that come up. When you're building something, that if you don't have a plan, it'll throw you off guard and off budget. And so what one of the things that they do on the show is that they have reserves. They have money set aside. That they have a they have a plan B. They have an alternate route to pull from in case things go wrong. So they put the money down, but they also have other money set aside throughout the building process to take care of the unexpected. And every episode, every show, the the homeowners are fighting, they're emotional, they're frustrated, uh, they're, they're sad, they're nervous, they're scared, because they're like, what did we get ourselves into? We could have just bought a house somewhere else. Why do we have to go through this whole process? I don't like it. It's just, it's, I, don't, I just want to do something else. But at the end of it all, when the final product is revealed, they walk into this beautifully completed house that looks better than the one they saw initially, and it has everything that they want. They're crying. They're hugging, they're laughing, they're celebrating. And that's the exact same process that God takes us through along this journey. We're going to have a certain plan. He's going to show us things that, man, of what's possible. We're going to see things that we really want, but it's out of our emotional budget. It's out of our financial budget. It's out of our spiritually mature level budget. It's out of our, we just don't have the capacity to handle something like that. So even though you want it, that's fine to want it, but you got to have a plan together in place to increase your capacity so that you can receive it. And while this person may have taken this route, this family may have walked up and paid cash for this house. Perfect. The model home, beautifully designed with all the furniture and everything included. While you, on the other hand, can get the same house, but you got to put together a different plan that fits where you are so that you can get it too. It may take you three years. It took them 30 minutes to drop the money down and, and buy this finished and completed home. 
It may take you three years, but eventually you'll get there. You got to have a plan either way. You got to have a strategy either way. You may have to turn a few more corners. You may have to take a few more trips. You may have to save a little bit longer, do a little bit more. But if you have a proper plan and you count all the costs accordingly, you get out your feelings, you get in faith, and you count the costs, you, you have the plan, and you put the strategy together, and you execute it every day. You don't waver when things get tough. You'll be able to move into your dream home. You'll be able to, ex- you'll be able to walk into that brand-new business. You'll be able to step boldly into that marriage and relationship. You'll be able to travel the world and live an exciting life. But you got to have a plan first. Honey? you got to have a plan. Hating is not a kingdom strategy. <laughs> Gossip is not a plan. Envy and jealousy are not plans. They're tools of the incompetent. And those who do it have planned to fail. Do you have a plan? Listen, I need you to plan on visiting the website, www.builditforyourlastname.com. Ladies, fellas, go to that site, www.bifyln.com. Get get some of the apparel. Get a hat. Get a T-shirt. Tag us in it once you get it shipped to you. Let's promote you on social media. Tag us in it. Let us know what your plan is. Let us know what you're building, why you're building it for your last name. See, we're going to canvas the country and the world, not with a brand. Anybody can do that, but with a vision. How do you know it's a vision? It has a divine plan attached to it. Thank you so much for being on the call. God bless you. God bless your families. And God most certainly bless your dreams.